Welcome to the fourth episode of the Pathways podcast. I'm Jess Mann and today I'm joined by Tom Ritchie, the Director of Student Experience here and also a group of second year chemistry students to talk to you all about their experiences as women in chemistry and at university so far. Hi, I'm Charlotte. I'm currently doing BSc but I'm looking at a placement year. Hi, I'm Liz. Um, I'm currently on the BSc but with medicinal chemistry. Um, and I'm thinking about transferring onto the MCHEM. I'm Sadie, I'm doing the MCHEM and I'm doing a placement next year. Hi, I'm Sophie and I just transferred onto the MCHEM in my second year. So do you guys want to all give like a brief introduction to maybe like a bit of history about like um, secondary school education and like your uh, application process to university? Yeah. Um, yeah, I... I'll be honest, I was never the kind of person who knew what they wanted to do. I didn't even really consider chemistry. It didn't really seem like an option to me. I don't really know why. It just wasn't really talked about. I don't know if that was because I was a woman or what. Um, But yeah, kind of choosing A-levels, I was like, I'm quite good at it. I get good grades. I'll carry it on, see where it goes. And then during A-levels, actually, I really enjoy this. Um, why not consider it? It's got so many options, so many doors to open. So carried it on and luckily I'm enjoying it now that I've got here. (laughs) Yeah, I was similar. I originally considered pharmacy, um, but the more I looked into it, the more I kind of realised it wasn't for me. And I wanted to do something that would open more doors for me. I thought, what eye level am I enjoying right now? What do I want to do? It was chemistry, so I wrote my personal statement for chemistry, and now I'm here. <laughs> I was say, I took textiles at A-level and was very close to taking textiles um, at degree level, and I saw a chemistry course, and my A-level teacher was really inspiring, and I was like, you know what, I'll do chemistry instead. <laughs> I was the complete different. <laughs> I was raised in a house full of scientists. Like My dad did a chemistry degree, mum did psychology. Uh, I've got chemistry degrees going back several generations in my family, so I knew it was what I wanted to do. I picked all my A-levels around wanting to do chemistry. I had a really clear idea of this is the route I wanted to go down. Um, And, yeah, I set my mind to it and I achieved it, got doing the degree. Yeah, I think that's so nice, and it's, like, really interesting how you kind of all came from different backgrounds, and you all have, like, different reasons of why you got into chemistry. Um, Yeah, definitely for me, um, I went to a co-ed sixth form, so it was, like, a mix of guys and girls, but it was predominantly, um, like, the sixth form was co-ed, but the secondary school was like all boys so it was very strange at first going into predominantly like male dominated um, science classes and things like that so yeah it's nice that you guys touched on like that point um yeah so I guess also like what inspired you guys all to choose chemistry for me it was my teacher I had a really good teacher in year 12 and then unfortunately he left in Christmas year 13 and then I got a horrible teacher but I was like (laughs) My personal statement and everything is in, so I can't change my mind now. And I'm so glad I stuck with that because I'm really enjoying it now. For me, it was kind of similar. My uh, high school and sixth form biology teacher, Miss Jarvis, shout out to you. (laughs) She she was just amazing. Like she was so intelligent. She like knew her stuff. She was an incredible teacher. And like as a girl wanting to do science, I really looked up to her, and I was like, I want to be you. Like Mm -hmm. she was so great. 
so yeah she definitely inspired me to pursue science yeah I think um I always not knowing what I wanted to do but always wanted to help people I wanted to use my skills to do something that would help a wider range of people and then sort of when I realized I could do chemistry it kind of made sense in my head and I was like well why don't I'm looking and going sort of pharmaceutical direction as well and using my skills in the best way it just kind of inspired me to realize how much you could do with chemistry and how many different directions it could lead how many different things you could try out to see what fit me to help other people best I guess yeah, so it's, I I grew up with stories of like my great uncle had worked for the Ministry of Defence with his chemistry degree and worked in bomb disposal devices. So that was a very sort of like explosive introduction into chemistry <laughs> and really seeing sort of the literally yeah, <laughs> the practical yeah the practical side of things and um, how that could be used to like help people. Um, but also, I got given so many science kits growing up because like I suppose that way of thinking was really encouraged from what my parents had done. Yeah, that's really nice. It's nice that you guys have all got like different stories, um, yeah, which kind of fueled your interest in chemistry. And yeah, that's really, really nice. I think another really big um, topic that the chemistry department are particularly trying to kind of tackle is the whole like women in chemistry, women in STEM aspect, which is really important. Um, so on that topic, did you guys or have you guys faced any sort of um, adversity before coming to university about being a, a woman in STEM? Well, at my sixth form, it was me and one other girl that were going into STEM in, to do a degree. So I felt there wasn't that much support. And I don't know, I guess I was also inspired by her and we definitely encouraged each other. But I just wish there was more outreach in high schools to encourage mm -hmm. girls to go into science and to, you know, yeah don't know what i'm gonna say develop it no. yeah just yeah. encourage girls yeah. to pursue what they want to do no matter what the stereotypes around it are yeah definitely i've got a lot younger sister she's seven and i watch her sort of you know ask her what she's doing at school this week and all this and she always goes back she's like, oh i'm really enjoying maths at the moment and i'm really enjoying science and it it makes me really happy to see her talking about it and I think even just in the time that I was that age mm. I think they are involving girls at a younger age to see that that's a possibility but there's also so much still that could be done I don't know if she knows what the possibilities of that are yet but mm. maybe she's too young but I think my personal experience I didn't there were quite a few girls at my school doing STEM but I definitely remember it being a conscious thought when I was picking my degree, like, oh, I don't want to be like the only girl or I Same. don't want it. I don't want I felt a bit intimidated by the thought that it might be a male dominated mm -hmm. workplace. But actually, when I've got here, I'd say it's pretty 50 50. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. It's been I, really I remember good. ruling universities out if like I looked online and if like if they didn't have an almost 50 50 gender split for chemistry, mm -hmm. I was like, I'm not going there. I just wouldn't feel comfortable. Like one university I looked at, it was like 30% girls, 70% boys. And I was like, I just can't do that. I wouldn't want to feel like one of the only ones. For A-levels, I went to a sixth form college. Um, so it was really big. So there, mm. I never really felt um, like bad, if you want a better word, um, about going for STEM. It didn't really cross my mind. But it was definitely a male-dominated class. 
for chemistry. No, my class was 50-50 for chemistry. But, yeah, I think you still notice that there's this gradual tail-off. Like, biology is generally mainly women. Mm. Chemistry, you're getting towards 50-50, and then physics is, like, no girls. Yeah, yeah. And I think they also, like, it's reflected on TV a lot. Like, if you're having a science show and it's, like, chemistry-based, it's generally not a female presenter or a female professor from a university. Whereas if it's biology based, it is. So I think there's still a lot. There's a big gender divide, even like within science. There's a lot to do. On yeah, yeah there's a, a long way to go. Definitely. It's really interesting to hear your different experiences coming into to chemistry and studying at Warwick. But I wonder if there's anything that you would like to see the department do to better support you as women in chem. Um, I know last year they ran. We all went to yeah, a yeah. women in chemistry talk, and. That was amazing. I found that really inspirational and I think they should basically do more of it. Um, Mm. I just, you know, they were talking about the challenges they faced, but also it was inspirational seeing these these women that were professors or even there was someone who was not doing anything related to chemistry. She'd done a chemistry degree, but she'd done so completely different. And just seeing it, like not just talking about it, you know, everyone's always saying like, we need to work on equality and always doing this, but actually seeing it and being inspired by these women who have been in our position and done it and smashed it. (laughs) It was just like, actually, it is possible. It might be hard, but you can do it. Yeah, I think more outreach to not only us, but also more outreach within schools and within the community. Maybe even to like more male-dominated subjects. Why are we not going and, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely think that like, if I had of like, when I was little, had like scientists coming to school mm. who were women and not just seeing like men do the demonstrations. I think I think far more people would have been interested. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I think I would have, yeah, going into schools, having that opportunity to us to be able to go into schools and show yeah. them what we're doing and what they could do would yeah. be amazing. I think within the u- university, even now, there's a massive like divide I know I've looked at like looking through the staff list of the professors we've got Mm. 23 professors of chemistry 21 of them are men like there are only two female professors of chemistry at this university and I think about how many like amazing lecturers we've had and like women who just who are doctors who are doing um really interesting research I think it's a real shame that still within an institute of this size there's such a gender divide within who's sort of who's got the, um, the professorship and can put that in front of their name. Yeah, so it's really interesting to kind of hear you say that and to talk about the Women in Chem event last year. And the department is planning to run another one of those this year. Um, and we're looking for, for students and others to be part of that. I, don't, I think that not a lot of people turned up to it. No. And I don't know why, because there was a lot of stuff on the Instagram yeah. and yeah. things. And it and was just, it was our group. And then, a, like, another group of girls. And there were barely anyone. And that was disappointing, so it was so good. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. so inspiring. I was going to say, also within that, it might have been even more inspiring and more useful if they could have talked more about their research or maybe, yeah, gave a talk on what they did and how they got to that point in their journey. And, you know, it could inspire people to go in that direction and how they would get there. I think that would have been useful as well. I don't think we learn a lot about what research is going on, especially yeah. at the university. But I think also things like the the divide between like you talked about like not many people going. 
I feel like part of that is there's almost like this stigma around like if you go to like a specific women in chem event, you kind of got to admit there's a problem with your subject almost. It's kind of like if you ignore it or yeah. like if you're not, if maybe people who just aren't planning on going into lab work and people thought it was going to be um, aimed at those who want uh, academic career, whereas actually it was just for anyone, any women doing chemistry. Yeah. It was good for. Yeah, I think those are really interesting points in terms of wanting to see more examples of research that, that women in chemistry are doing, and probably women in STEM generally. I think that would be a really interesting uh, way to, to have those role models that perhaps we're lacking in the department. You know, we can't, we can't magic up women professors because of the way, you know, if there aren't enough people going for those roles and there are challenges and problems around that, then we have to think of other ways that we can create role models in the department. And I think it's a really good point as well that you made around people being uncomfortable to admit that there's a problem with these things, but actually that's why we have these events and it's why they're so important. So thank you for, for sharing that. Yeah, so kind of just moving um, off of this topic um, and just talking a bit more about like your experiences integrating into university and like within the course, well, how did you find that integration um, period uh, when you guys first joined I personally found it very difficult, term one, year one. I think it's safe to say we all did. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think trying to adjust to moving to uni as well as starting such an intense course, well, any science course is intense. Whilst it's all online. (laughs) Whilst it was all online for us last year, so that was another challenge added on top of that. Um, I think the thing to say, we were actually talking about this earlier at lunch, we you have to do it you have to learn how to do it yourself it's like Mm. I don't saying it's really hard I don't want to scare people off we've all said we would all do it again like (laughs) we're in a lot better place but it is it's a lot more than just doing Mm. your degree you're moving out of home you're shoved in with a load of random people you've never met and it's meant to be the best time of your life is what we're taught and actually it's really hard and you can be really sad and just want to run home. No one says how overwhelming it's going to be yeah. or how difficult it is to transition. Yeah. And the fact is chemistry is a very intense course. So some of your flatmates are all sat chatting, having a coffee or going out every night because, and they only have to do like one essay a week. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's not fair. I feel like I'm missing out because I'm not doing that. But I've got so much work to do. I yeah. can't. I remember our first Monday we had, what was it, like five lectures online or something? Yeah. yeah. And I just heard everyone talking in the kitchen. I was like, I feel so left out, but I also have all this work to do. Like, how do I balance it? But then that's how we all met. Like, none of us lived together last yeah. year. But I think it's, especially in chemistry, your course mates become your closest friends because it's like, we all know how each other feel. We've all got to stick together and just work it out. We don't have time to see anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think uh, what oh sorry, Karen. No, no, you go. I think just one piece of advice if you're listening and you're also struggling. I would just say easy said than done, but just try and chill out. Give yourself credit. You've got here, you've got the grades, you deserve to be here just as much as anyone else. Yeah. Just, Imposter syndrome. Oh, Everyone's got it. Yeah. I think I still have it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone's in the same boat, you're all experiencing the same things. I thought just also chill. just it's part of your life. It's not it's not all your life it's part of it you've got to still do the things you enjoy find hobbies go to societies just hang out with friends there's no pressure to and also if you don't want to do that there's no pressure to do all the things like 
just do what you want to do because you'll get there if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out if it works out it works out you're what you're doing now and that's what matters and so we said earlier as well that university is like advertises this place where you'll make loads of memories but I think we can all say that we'll be friends long after university and we'll carry on making those memories so it's not like yeah it's not the be all and end all if if it's not the best time you're here Mm. to get your degree so you can open doors to the rest of your future but it doesn't mean time stops your life stops until you get to that point like you still have to live your life even though you're doing your degree but yeah like I said we would all do it again we're really glad we're here but it is a journey (laughs) there are ups and downs and shouldn't feel bad if you feel sad I think that's I felt guilty that I found it hard because like everyone else is like they're having an amazing time and I should be but actually it's okay to feel how you're feeling because that's how you feel just accept it I think you don't realize how much other people are struggling like I thought all of you guys seemed absolutely fine and then talking to you you're like I cried every week oh my god so did I we were all crying every week I don't think I realized how bad it was until we were talking about it as a group and I was like I felt all of that. Yeah. That is how I felt throughout and, the whole And when we term. were actually in person in second term and seeing each other every day, because I remember talking to my parents at Christmas being like, I don't want lectures to become in person. It's going to be horrible. Yeah. It'll be awful. I'll have no time to do anything. And now it's like looking back, so I'm like, I was mad to think yeah. of that. It's yeah. like I can now have friends. I can see people. First term of first year was hell doing everything online. I'm so yeah. I'm so glad no one will ever have to go back to that again because I wouldn't Hopefully. wish that on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just you're figuring so much out. Like we've all said how much happier we are this year and we're enjoying the course more. And, you know, it's always a lot to balance. A chemistry degree is a lot of work, but if you enjoy it and if you're, you know, you don't have to be crazy passionate about it. It doesn't have to be your life but it's a cool part of your life. Yeah. 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 And it's a little bit like bragging rights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do a chemistry degree. Yeah. yeah. I'm cool. <laughs> a number of times I've brought it up in conversations. I was at a Christmas market and I brought it up with um, with two of the stools I went to. And one was because the guy was trying to explain electroplating to me <laughs> on his jewellery store. And I was like, I know all about it. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for that, guys. I think you've touched on some, like, really fundamental points, especially for, like, prospective students maybe listening to this podcast about, like, you know, everyone's in the same boat. Like, everyone's put into that, you know, really, at times, like, quite awkward situation of being around people that you've never met before. Like, um, yeah, just, like, living, being around that kind of environment and things. So, yeah, I think it's quite, like, enlightening for them to hear about your experiences and kind of just, like, reassuring them that it's not as daunting as it may, um, like, originally come across and may seem. Um, so kind of moving on to the final stage of this podcast, um, a final question that I've got for you guys is what tips um, would you give for um, women and other girls thinking of coming to study chemistry at Warwick? I would say do what you enjoy. Don't let anyone or anything stop you. If you enjoy a subject and you're good at that subject and you want to pursue that, do it, go for it. Don't think about the stereotypes. Don't stress yourself out thinking what it might be like or what could happen. I think just go for it. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Yeah, don't give in to the imposter syndrome, I think. You might not think you're good enough, but, like, if you're thinking of doing a chemistry degree, you're good enough to do a chemistry degree. Like, the fact it's crossed your mind means that you enjoy the subject enough 
um, you're probably good at it and can do it. Like don't don't you're you're your own worst enemy sometimes from convincing yourself you're not capable. I think also try and find empowerment in the fear. Kind of like mm. use it to drive you. Yeah, yeah. Mm. use that as a driving force. If you're feeling a bit apprehensive, think no, I am going to do it. I am going to yeah. do it for myself. I think that's what changed for me. I was like, it scares me, but I don't. I don't like being scared of things. Like, but I want to prove myself wrong, so I just do it. Yeah. And I think also stay true to yourself. I think it's very easy in first year. You want to fit in with people. You want to find friends. So you, I, you become someone to please other people and then you get to sort of second term you're like what the hell am I doing like this isn't who I am and the fact is you will find people in if you if your flatmates aren't the people you get along with you will find people you do it just happens the university is such a big place don't stress about finding friends because you will it's inevitable. They will find you. They'll find you. I can't get rid of this lot. <laughs> I was going to say, one of my best friends um, in one of the societies I'm in, I met her because I had a breakdown crying at a party in my flat and ended up hugging her cuddly toy while sat on her bed. Um, and yeah, and found out we were in a society together and now we're good friends. Yeah, it's just, like I was saying, I think recognising that your life and uni aren't separate things the same thing and you've got to be happy that is the main objective surely for everyone is to be happy so just Mm -hmm. focus on that and see what happens and do whatever makes you happy yeah Mm -hmm. that's amazing and actually yeah the perfect way to end the podcast so thanks for that guys um yeah a massive thank you again to all of my guests sadie charlotte sophie and liz for joining me in this episode today and yeah just for sharing all of your experiences Join us next time in the next installment of this podcast. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.